How's it going, everybody? We're back again. Me and Garrett, week three matchup previews. Gonna get a win under my belt one of these fucking days. Um, <laughs> we're gonna jump right in here. We're gonna start with uh, Neil versus Manny. Uh, I really need Neil to give Manny the beat down that he should have got from me last week. Um, Neil getting a, almost exactly Leonard Fournette's projection kind of right in the same spot as he would have been before the game, but shitty part for Neil is that he played Tennessee D and they kind of shit the bed there. So that's put him at a little bit of a disadvantage, but he's still, you know, within two points of Manny. Um, I think, you know, Lockett is probably going to have a pretty solid game. Hopkins should bounce back. Um, Neil's real questions here are kind of what Mixon does against Buffalo, who's actually had a really good defense and um, what Philip Lindsay can do. But I mean, even last week against Chicago, Philip Lindsay actually came out and did all right. You know, he's at 10.6 both weeks. I don't think he's going to win you a week. I don't think he's going to lose you a week. Um, for Neil, I think it really kind of comes down to, you know, how how much Hopkins goes off, how much Wentz goes off, and whether or not Mixon plays well. Um, and then on Manny's side, you know, Mahomes, of course, is going to get 50 points every week, um, and Kelsey's probably going to get his. But, uh, you know, Manny's going to really probably need some big plays out of Cooks or Thielen to kind of cover the weak spots in his lineup. You know, he's got MVS and Jamal Williams playing. Uh, Jimmy Graham goosed him last week. You know, that's a – Heavy investment into the Packers and not the three Packers players that I want to have on my squad. So I think it's going to be a tough week for Manny, but like he's shown, you know, with Mahomes and Kelsey, you can win any game. Um, what do you think? Uh, just a quick question for Neil's side. Do you think Lockett sees uh, Lattimore shadowing? Um, he probably will, but, you know, they move him around the formation enough. I think he'll be all right. I wouldn't be surprised to see Lattimore on DK Metcalf just because he's like that big – Six four fast, you know, prototypical number one <coughs> build. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lockett usually tends to avoid those top corners, and he's just super fast too. So I think he'll do all right. I mean, again, he's pretty touchdown dependent, so it's going to come down to that again. But uh, you know, twelve targets last week is pretty promising. I think he'll, I think he'll get easily get in the ten to fifteen range of points. I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that game is paced with Bridgewater or Taysom Hill back there. See how much if the Seahawks would even have to play catch up or if it's gonna be like a run based game now. Yeah, yeah, that'll definitely be an interesting one and the you know, weather is always a concern. You hate to see that. I just need to make every fucking stadium into a dome by now. Um Yeah, my my dad's lineup is pretty questionable. He's starting Jamal Williams against Denver. I mean, I guess I heard that they're gonna give him a little more carries, but I think he's also a little bit banged up, so yeah. really not understanding that move. Well, I mean, uh, his options outside of that are Justice Hill, Jordan Howard, Latavius Murray, Gio Bernard. So it's not like he's got a lot of things to choose from. I mean, Murray can, might not be the worst play with him going more run heavy. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of touchdown dependent. But, you know, I think Jamal Williams will get like two to three receptions at least. So I think between the two of them, I mean, you don't want to play either of them. But I think Jamal has probably got the safer four. Um and then he's flexing Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, you know, can't give up on Jameson Crowder just yet. You know, it was one bad game after a 14 catch game. Um, but, you know, maybe, know, maybe he's been talking to Kurt about the old double tight end move, you know. <laughs> but I really like Neil's floor here. Like you said, Hopkins, even doesn't go crazy. He's definitely unlocked for at least 18, regardless of who's on him with Hayward. Yeah. 
Uh, I like Lockett this week. I think Wentz has an okay week. Um, I think Ingram with Lattimore out and Shepard coming back against Tampa, I think Daniel Jones is going to look his tight end a good amount. So I could definitely see Neil going. I mean, I have no doubt that Neil's going to reach 130 this week for sure. Right, right. Yeah, just whether or not he has a blow-up week like he did week one. But, yeah, I think I think Neil's should be pretty confident in uh, taking this one. But you can't be too confident when you're going against Mahomes. I learned that one last week. So, um, sure. can... And Chicago has uh, – Chicago's defense has Washington. Oh, yeah, that's true. He could easily get a pick six or two. Um, all right, we can move on. Next we got Hop versus George. Battle of shitty fantasy players, you know. Um <laughs> On Hop's side, you know, I mean, Hop's team is, it's not bad. I mean, his, you know, Denar, uh, what's his name? Demarcus Robinson, Denar, what, what the fuck's this guy's first name? Demarcus Robinson, yeah. I mean, that's going to be a question. He could easily catch two touchdowns, but there's just so many options in that, um, in that team. You know, you really never can predict who it's going to go to anymore. Um, you know, I think Raheem Mostert's a pretty sneaky play. He can definitely get a touchdown. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook's been a beast going against Oakland. Ingram should be able to run all over KC. Um, so, I mean, outside of, you know, Robinson, I think he's got, pretty solid kind of similar to me he's got pretty solid floor players um you know if Stafford can have a big game I think Hop could actually put up a pretty solid score this week um and then on Georgia's side you know he's got Prescott against Miami like that's one where you could see him getting 40 points we could also see him getting 10 if they just give it to Zeke the whole time so that one almost scares me a little bit but he's definitely got huge upside there um Diggs I mean what's been going on with Diggs he's been so disappointing I mean one catch last week on seven targets two targets the week before that like I mean, they're just trying to establish the run game, but, I mean, he's just not being used at all. So that's got to be kind of concerning to see. Um, you know, Allen Robinson, I think he should have a decent game, but he just kind of doesn't have that ceiling that he had when he was on the Jags. Um, I think his biggest, you know, chance for a big game is in this receiver core is John Brown just going off um, since he's not really going to be able to cover him. Um, McCaffrey, you know, McCaffrey, you don't really have to talk about that. And then Josh Jacobs, you know, he's starting him. Josh has got a groin injury. He's sick. Like, he's going against uh, Minnesota. It's just a tough one. He could easily get a couple touchdowns. But, uh, you know, it, it's just a, I have him in another league, and I'm still debating whether or not I'm going to start him. It's just a lot of guys on George's team looking at it that are just really kind of iffy guys who could go off or just do absolutely nothing. Um, and, you know, you never want to play an injured LaShawn McCoy, but, I mean, if you have to, you have to. So, you know, I think Hop is – if I had to pick one, I think Hop would have the big week. But – uh George could squeak it by with Jacksonville giving him a 16-point start. Um, it just really comes down to those few players I talked about, like Prescott, Diggs, and Robinson, and actually Jacobs also, just what they do. I think there's a huge range of outcomes for George this week. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I think I think the obviously the game of the week for me personally is Kansas City versus Baltimore. I think you, you can agree with that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. I think the curious thing is that it's sort of a perfect storm for Mahomes' blow-up day because Baltimore's run defense is actually really good. Like, since last year, they've allowed, like, the fewest – they've allowed, like, almost 50 yards a game rushing, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I think with J.D. Hur and, like, their Darwin-Thompson-Darrell Williams combo, it's just going to be a lot of Mahomes and Kelsey and Marcus Robinson and – Miko Hardman just going out there slinging it around. So I, I, I think Robinson's a better boy than you think. Um, then with George, honestly, I would maybe even consider putting Frank Orr over Shady. I guess I'll talk a little more about that later with the pick of the week. But uh, Diggs, 
I mean, I guess, yeah, Zimmer wants to establish a run a little bit, but he honestly hasn't played that great. Like he had seven targets last week, had a couple drops. Cousins hasn't played great, but I don't know. The way Dalvin Cook is looking, I think he's just going to be the Dalvin Cook and sometimes Thielen show and then just try and rely on the defense. Yeah, yeah, I'd be concerned about Diggs for sure. It's tough because, I mean, I don't know off the top of my head what he spent on him, but I'm sure it was at least 20. You know? Somewhere around there probably, yeah. Yeah. So who's your, your pick? Are you going with Hop? Uh, no, I'm going to go with George. I think McCaffrey at uh, Arizona is a blow-up potential. Yeah. Especially with uh, fucking Kyle, whatever the hell his name is, Kyle Allen, uh, playing quarterback for the Panthers now. Yeah, he's going to get a lot of dump-offs probably. Yeah, but again, I also I think that can't be any worse than Cam was, so maybe he'll throw more and surprise people. Who knows? Yeah, but Arizona's defense is so bad. I, I think Max can have a huge day. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Jake versus Joe. Still leave Antonio Brown in his lineup, just hoping and praying for somebody oh, to pick him up or so, something. I mean, what the hell? But uh, so rough. Uh, yeah, I mean that's really tough. Um. Derrick Henry gave uh, Jake 11 points. I mean, it's not going to kill him, but you definitely wished you would have seen more out of him than that. Um, Brady, I think. I mean, Brady is so hard to prove. don't need him to beat the Jets, you know. I think he'll probably have two touchdowns, but it's far from like a lock for him putting up 20 points. Um, and then Cooper is kind of similar to what I was saying about Prescott, where if Zeke just runs all over Miami, they just won't need him. So, you know, he could have a huge game because I don't think there's anybody. I mean, Xavier Howard, maybe. Well, I was, gonna, I was about to say Xavier Howard's definitely going to follow Cooper. Yeah, he's going to follow him. But, I mean, Amari's a talented guy. I definitely think he can squeak out a touchdown, a few catches, you know, even with that tight coverage. But they just might not even press their luck and do that. You know, there's no reason to risk it. So that's a tough one. Um, Aguilar, depending on, you know, whether Jeffrey plays and stuff, could be, you know, a really good play this week. But, like, we I think we talked about in the uh, – Group chat, he's just not a season-long option. Um, you know, Jake's just trying to repair that receiver core or, you know, stop the stop the bleeding week to week. I mean, he's got Hardman. Those the same concerns that I had for Robinson, you know, but could easily go off. Um, you know, the running backs is obviously where Jake is, is solid. I think Saquon and Sony should obviously each get theirs. You know, Sony had a bad week one, but I think he should easily get another touchdown. Uh, Darren Waller should keep doing good stuff, but uh, – I think just Jake's upside is just kind of capped this week by a lot of question marks. Um, and then Joe, you know, when looking at his bench, who would he realistically put in for uh, AB and Amendola? Or, yeah, he doesn't. Probably Metcalf. Oh, yeah, so he's in the flex, gotcha. So then maybe play. And then put in yeah, it's Barbara, way. I guess. Yeah, I mean, we, we know. Let's hope for it. you got to hope for a touchdown with Barbara, I guess. Right, exactly. So, I mean, Joe's going to have a, a week spot in his team this week regardless of what he does um but you know with uh marquise brown and dj moore well i was gonna say he could have big games but dj moore you know now he's got a, a backup quarterback so i mean his target share should still be there but you just don't know how much they're mm-hmm. gonna throw it you know so you don't know how many targets that's gonna be um rogers is upside you know he hasn't really been having those blow up games like he has in years past um Gurley against cleveland who's not a not a horrible defense. Mac is injured. I just think it's a tough week for Joe. I think he's just got to eat a loss here unless he gets a trickle, you know. What do you think? Yeah, he's really just got to hope that Todd Gurley comes back to life on that Sunday night game. Uh, Mac is a little bit banged up. Uh, he has Jason Witten, who 
everyone besides Jay realizes is very touch on dependent. Um, and on Jake's side, I think it's pretty similar to Neil's team, just like he has Cooper, who even though he might not go for a ton of yards, he's probably going to give you 12 to 15. Brady's actually put up like 25 every game so far in blowouts, too, because Belichick just doesn't give a fuck. So right. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure he's going to still get at least 18 to 20. Yeah. Aguilar, do you think? What's that? I said, yeah, he probably should. It's just like, <clears throat> he just has this history of like disappearing randomly in unpredictable games, you know. Well, he has both him and Sony in that and against the Jets, so one of them is going to get 20. Right, but then the other one might kind of cap the upside a little bit on that. But um, Oh, I'm not saying he's going to go for the well, – I'm just saying he's, along with Neil, probably a safe bet for 130 right. at least. Yeah. Right, yeah, I think he's got to – And then for Aguilar, do you think that – no, it's him. I don't think Jackson or – Jackson's out. They said there's a good chance. Jeffrey's Jeff- not coming in either, I think. The last report said there's a pretty good chance he suits up, but even if he does, he's probably going to be on a limited snap count. So I still think Aguilar's a pretty good play this week, you know. Do you think Slay, he sees some Slay, though? Uh, yeah, I always forget about him. I mean, probably, because, I mean, who else would he cover, you know, unless they just keep him on one side and just shut down the side of the field. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But then, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just unfortunate what's happened to Joe's team, but – I think Jake's lineup, I mean, Barkley's going to have a huge day against Tampa for sure. Like I said, I'm not concerned with Miko or Demarcus Robinson against Baltimore because they're definitely throwing the ball. So, Yo, I actually you, like Jake's team this did week. you adopt some fucking birds or something? What is all this noise? Oh, I'm outside. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus, you're worse than Jay. Oh, my God. Well, there's nothing I could do about these. I don't own these birds, just to be clear. That's why you need to own a gun, man. <laughs> this isn't that type of podcast. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Yeah. Anything else to say? Does the parrot want to put in some fucking two cents? I think it's a blue jay. I don't give a fuck what kind of bird it is, Garrett. <laughs> All right. Nah. <laughs> I think Jake. Like... Jake got a really easy matchup this week. That's yeah. all he got. I think it's a free win for Jake. Um. All right. Next we got uh. Oh, you versus Kurt. How do you? How do you feel? Speaking of easy matchups. Because I don't even want to talk about Kurt's team right now. Go for it. Kurt has Tyler Boyd against Buffalo. That's a pretty okay spot. Josh Gordon. You don't think Tredavious White's going to follow Boyd? Who? uh, Doesn't Buffalo still have Tredavious White? Oh, do they? I I thought he was hurt. Oh, I I didn't hear it. Is he hurt? Oh, if he's not hurt, then yeah, that's bad. But... I forgot about him. For some reason, I was still thinking about uh, is that guy that retired mid game, Fonte Davis? Oh yeah, <laughs> forgot about him. But he has James. He has a really good matchup with James White and Josh Gordon. Someone's got to get some targets there. He's just throwing all his eggs in that basket. Uh, Baker Sunday night could either be a blow up spot, twenty five, or he could get like ten. Honestly, okay. but uh, it's not the worst. I mean, Indy's defense is pretty good. Devonta's actually been sort of outplayed by Ito Smith, which is concerning. But, yeah, yeah no, my, I'm pretty confident this week, honestly. I want to just go through my matchups. Yeah, um, I mean, Josh Allen was a good pickup. You outbid me by a dollar on him. Um, I think Mike Evans should – I think him and Godwin should both tear up the Giants. I mean, they're just fucking awful. Um, TUI against Atlanta, there's really nobody that can hang with him. Now it comes down to Brissett. Um, Ridley, I think, you know, he's always a bet for 
a touchdown with Julio drawing all the coverage, but I he thought he was going to have a modest game. Um, your big point is, is Zeke against Miami. Zeke could have 100 points. Um, <laughs> and then Eckler flex is just pretty solid. I mean, yeah, so you've got a super safe floor, and I think your receivers are primed to go off. I think Josh Allen's probably one of the safer quarterbacks right now. So, yeah, I mean, I'm expecting you to get plus this week. Don't forget Dallas defense. <clears throat> what do you say? So I got Dallas at Miami. Oh, God. They're projected 16 fucking points. Are you serious? <laughs> Meanwhile, Kurt's starting Baltimore against Kansas City. So, and yeah, that's a 20-point swing right there. Oh, my God. What is he doing? He's d- being Kurt. That's what he is. <laughs> you sure you don't want to rant about Kurt's team really quick? No, I'm, I'm just I'm, – I'm sick of it. The fact that he has Duke Johnson on his bench? Yeah, I mean, I would probably play – Duke over Robbie, but I I don't know. I don't even want to look at it anymore. You know, he's got <laughs> still got. Mel- I, mean, I mean, we can't drop Melvin Gordon, but that's just a fucking waste of a spot. You know, in fact, he has Kalen Balaj still on his team. Yeah, I mean, Joku is on IR, but not on his IR. You know, like, it's just it's just it's like he's he's trying to drive me insane. You know, uh, yeah. yeah. At least at least we we know who's going to be the fucking bottom of the league this year, and it's not going to be me. Uh, you don't want to jinx that, though. <laughs> you don't want to jinx that. You know what? Just, um, just um, Kurt's like Melvin Gordon gets traded to the Patriots, and then it's all it's game over. Whatever. I'm over it. I'm over it. I The, the winds are changing with my uh, getting rid of AB in my other league 10 minutes before. I think the universe feels I need some redemption here. So who fucking knows? I just can't talk about Kurt's nonsense anymore. Ugh. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Speaking of nonsense, we got Jay versus Dave. Um, This is my fantasy matchup of the week. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I mean, looking at it right now, Jay has some really solid matchups. I think Lamar Jackson, him and Mahomes are just going to go back and forth all day. You know, it's going to be a blowout game. Keenan Allen, Houston's pretty much a lock. I mean, he's been really good this year. Edelman's going to get his 10-plus points. Um, Curtis Samuel actually might be a better play now that Cam's out because Cam just fucking missed him so many times. I mean, I was watching a situation where he was open on like four different deep touchdowns over the past two weeks and Cam just cannot hit him. So I think if Curtis Samuel is a a really good play this week, you know, or a better play now that Cam's out, but, uh, Chubb against the Rams. I mean, they're going to need him. It might kind of get away from him in a, uh, a shootout game, but they do pass it to him too. And he's a good receiver. So not really worried about that. Tariq Cohen is basically a slot receiver now, so um, it's kind of hard to predict, but he he should get his touches. I mean, last week he kind of came down to earth, but, uh, you know, he should get at least a few targets. Um, Kittle is going to do Kittle things, and then Cup in the flex is a super strong flex play. Um, you know, I think there's nobody on Cleveland that's really going to hang with him, especially with the other receivers on that team. So, yeah, I mean, I, I see Jay challenging you for high score this week, honestly, just with how good these matchups are. Um, and then David on the other side, you know, Matt Ryan in a dome going to be a pretty solid Galladay. We saw what Julio did to Philly last week. Um, Godwin is going to destroy the Giants. Randall Cobb's an interesting play against Miami. It's just, you know, you got to wonder, again, I've said that a million times now, how many um, pass attempts Dak's actually going to have and if he's going to have enough targets out there to get Cobb, you know, some value. But either way, the rest of his team is so stacked up right now that she probably won't kill him. But, uh, you know, David Johnson should hopefully have a bounce-back game. James Conner, he said he's going to play this week, and, you know, he might be a little hindered by injury, but they're going to roll him out there. Ertz is Ertz, so – and then he's got Kirk. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, a good matchup to watch out for. Um, I mean, if anything, I think the thing that might tip the scales is New England defense again, man. 
and the Jets are just bad. Yeah, I was going to say, with Jays, really good matchups and predicted upside, would you take out Cobb, move Kirk up, and play Hyde if you're if you're David? Uh, yeah, I definitely would do that. I think you got to get or that. even Debo, probably Hyde though. Hyde, well, it just depends if, if he wants to go for a safe play or a big play. I mean, Debo could easily catch a long touchdown, and I, that might be what he needs to beat Jay this week. But I mean, getting solid points in your flex is always a good thing too. So. But yeah, I definitely would not play Cobb if he's if he wants to do four receivers. I would I would definitely play Debo over Cobb. But uh, yeah, I'm also pretty hesitant about James Connors because he's definitely dealing with some sort of injury, and the Niners' defense is actually a lot better, as David should know by now. Right. Yeah, so, that's definitely something to be concerned about. I think Jay takes this week. Uh, yeah, and no Ben Roethlisberger. Right. Just gonna be, I don't know. They're gonna be stacking the box, making Mason Rudolph try and beat him. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, all right. Well, we'll move on to the last matchup here. Me versus James. Still projected. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, just looking at it, the big game to watch for us is going to be that Seahawks-Saints um, game. You know, because I have Mike Thomas, Chris Carson. He's got Russell Wilson, um, Kamara. You know, so that's just going to be a lot of points. And then the Kansas City game, you know, he's got Sammy Watkins and Mark Andrews and um, – was he, does he have somebody else in that game? I forget. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's just, it's just kind of – I feel like those two games are really going to decide a lot of our fantasy points. And, like, you know, if it goes to a, a slow game script, we could just have a really shitty, you know, 120 versus 115 week, um, especially with that weather. But outside of that, you know, I've got Julio. Julio's going to do Julio things. Um, I think Mike Williams should have a pretty decent week. I mean, on limited work last week, he caught, you know, I think it was it five catches for, like, 80 yards. Um you know, Mark Andrews should destroy the Chiefs. Um, I think my score is really going to kind of come down to David Montgomery on Monday night. I mean, I think they gave him, what, 19 touches last week. He's a good running back. I think, you know, Washington's defense is pretty suspect. There's a good chance that he can put up a 20-point game finally, but he could also let me down, you know, depending on what they do with those snap shares. So, um, you know, it's not the most confident week I, I have, but I think I have some pretty solid matchups for my players. But, uh I mean, on James' side, he just has so many big-name guys. You know, Woods is going to give him 15 points easy. Watkins could put up 50 again for all we know. Um, Kamara, Bell, yeah. or thing. you know. He's just got a lot of safety on his team where I think I have the upside to beat him this week. But, you know, with Emmanuel Sanders and his flex, I mean, he's going to have a good week. Yeah, I think for you, like you said, it's going to come down to Chris Carson's against a pretty actually good Saints defense against the run. Uh, Breda last week too, you know. That, yeah, exactly, and also Breda in that weird ass timeshare against Pittsburgh, who's not a great defense, but you just yeah. need more. Want to see more touches out of him, uh, James? I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what, if anything, Greg Olson can do while hurt and not playing with Cam Newton. Right. But the rest of his team is just so safe. I mean, yeah. I mean, Woods, Wilson. The good thing for Olsen is that he has Arizona, who got torn up by Mark Andrews and TJ Hawkinson for 25 points each. So they just leave the middle of the field wide open. But, dude, when I was watching that game last week, I don't know how the fuck Greg Olsen gets open, dude. He looks like he's running in molasses. Like, he just does not have any acceleration, but yet he's always open. It's weird. He just sees where the space is. Doesn't have to get there quick. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. But. That that's really the only question part of his lineup. But Bell's gonna get a bunch of touches. Kamara's gonna get a bunch of touches with no breeze for sure. 
Watkins had 13 targets last week. I can see him getting over 10 again this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't know if it's going to come this week, bud. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. I'll say Sanders probably comes down back down to earth this week, though, because Green Bay's defense isn't pretty solid. Yeah. And he can't play D-Jax unless you want to play Peterson for something safer, but I think he likes Sanders too much. Yeah. Uh, it hurts me to bench Scary Terry this week because he's been super fun to watch, but I'm just holding out until the Giants next week, and he's just going to drag his dick on everybody. Uh, how pissed are you going to be if, let's say, Williams puts up six and you didn't play Chark and you lose by ten? I mean, I'll be pissed, but, I mean, I, I wouldn't have played DJ Chark over Williams. Like, I mean, next week it seems like he's kind of a must-play, but, you know, I just didn't want to chance it with those – two fluke weeks, you know, and again, Williams on injured when he was injured last week, you know, still put up some really nice catches. But if you saw the game, you know, he's, he's a talented guy and they don't have any tight ends anymore. And he's like six foot five. So they're just going to, if they get to the, you know, <clears throat> 10 line or the red zone, they're just going to hopefully look his way. I mean, they did last week and just rivers didn't throw the best ball. Um, you don't have the balls to play at Darwin over Breda. What was that? You don't have the ball to play Darwin over Breda? No, no. You got to see what, you know, is going to happen. And like you said, Baltimore's run D is really good, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, Breda. But Darwin's, Darwin's, Darwin's definitely a better pass catcher than McCoy. Yeah, I just don't want to put him in without knowing how they're going to use him. You know, and Breda, we know what he is. He can break off a good run anytime. So it's just more of that safety play. I don't want to go for that glory of playing the waiver wire pick <laughs> and just getting shot down, you know, so. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Um, all right. Don't have a lot more left to say there, so you want to do our start of the week? Oh, let's do the rundown then, pick of the week? or Oh, no, no. no. Pick of the week first. We can do pick of the week first and then the rundown. Okay. Um, well, I guess I'll start off then. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Will Fuller. Um, you know, the, and the Chargers, and I, you know, Hayward is going to be on Hopkins the whole game. He's not going to do much against them, but Hay- Hayward's not going to go anywhere near Will Fuller, and I don't think there's anybody else in that Chargers D that can keep up with him. So I think he catches a long bomb. And probably, you know, again, he's never been a big receptions guy, but I'd say easily a good chance he goes five for 90 and a touchdown. I could see that. He got seven targets last week. I'm definitely not going to play him over Ridley, but no, no. But I, I think he's... if Hill, if maybe if Hilton comes up a little questionable, then I'll slide him in. Right. Go for it. Who's yours? Mine is the Infinity Stone, Frank Gore. <laughs> yeah, no, I like I said, he's got a atrocious Bengals defense. I don't know if you saw it last week with I don't know who was running, maybe Breda or somebody, but they literally just didn't touch him. Like, the, he was running up the sideline, and two defenders just, like, shrugged away from him. That's the kind of defense this guy's going to be dealing with. Singletary's out, yelled in, there's no chance. And he was actually productive last week and got two catches. Like I said, Josh Allen's been pretty solid. Bills are 2-0. They're going to look to make a statement, win at home. I can see them getting up really fast and just running Gore out and not even letting Yeldon see the field. I'm going to give him – 100 yards in a score. 100 yards total. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could see that. I see it on, like, 27 carries. Like, he's not going to be super efficient. But, yeah, I mean, he's – I think he's at minimum going to get 10 points this week just because of the situation. Yeah. I could see a touchdown for sure because Josh Allen's also – he's got that, like, 
when Cam was a running threat, like they have to watch for Josh running right. it. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So now we'll just run through the matchups and give our pick. Yep. All right. Um, we'll start with Neil and Manny. Um, I think I got to go with Neil just because your dad's got a couple weak spots on his team. Yep. Neil's got a really safe team this week. Um, then we got George versus Hop. Um, actually, you know, I was saying Hop, but I'm like, like you said, between McCaffrey and Brown, I think they should cover his weak spots. I'm going to give it to George, <clears throat> just because I talk so much shit to him. <laughs> I think this one's actually going to be really close, but I think that Jacksonville defense is going to actually be a pretty big help. I think he's going to win by like three or four. I'm going to give it to George. Gotcha. Jake versus Joe. Jake. Oh yeah, Jake. Yeah, no, no, we're yeah. talk about it. Very, un- very unfortunate for Joe. <laughs> yeah, you versus Kurt. It's going to you. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, Jay versus David. Um, I think Jay. Too, Here we think go. He's just got really good matchups. I think he takes it by maybe ten or less, but I think he wins. I'm gonna go with David. Actually, yeah. I think Galladay's a little under projected. I just wanted to – I'm going to text him right after this and tell him to fucking fix that Cobb thing, though. Yeah. But I think Kirk could have a big day, and, yeah, I think – yeah. If right. James Conner gets his normal snap count, I think Dave's got it. Gotcha. All right, and lastly, me versus James. I mean, I have oh. to pick myself, but it's going to be a tough week. I've Yeah, I've had a rough start between facing the high score of the week, week one, and then last week's nonsense – <laughs> another tough one for me yeah you're gonna have to get ready for some pretty illicit text from the big dog but he, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say he's gonna win yep fuck me all right what do you think he's what, are you ready for the for the shit talk he's gonna be giving you this weekend he's in fucking ireland right now so he might be too drunk to even though he won i'll go in and mess with the scores and he won't even know what happened oh man now i gotta worry about his safety <laughs> He's with James Garen, which uh, means they're definitely, they're definitely going to get into some shit. Um, so interesting phrasing. We may, we may need to find a new manager for this team after this week because James might be in an Irish prison for the next few years. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add? Uh, David, fix your lineup. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to next week when I get to face and destroy Hop and regain all of my glory. Yeah, I feel like these matchups are sort of lopsided for one reason or another. Yeah, there's a lot. There's not a ton of close games, I don't think, this week. But we'll see what happens. You never know. All right, that's it for now. We'll be back next week to cry into my phone and talk to you. <laughs> for now. All right, see you.